You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hello and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the August releases of the AIB Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. My name is Cormac Canan from AIB Treasury and I'm joined today by John Fahey, AIB Senior Economist. Morning, John. Uh, starting with the AIB Ireland Manufacturing PMI, the August reading slipped back to 62.8 from 63.3 in July. Is this anything to be concerned about? So when you compare it to uh, the July reading, it looks like it is uh, slightly lower, all right, as you say there, 62.8 versus 63.3. But this is in the context uh, of the July reading being an exceptionally high level uh, and also you know the august number is still the fourth highest on record so it's still consistent with a strong rate of growth and when you're assessing the pmis first thing you look at is uh is the level above 50 if it's above 50 it signifies expansion if it's below 50 it signifies contraction so a reading of 62.8 is consistent with a very strong performance and a strong rate of growth in the sector so i wouldn't be overly concerned by the fact that it's slightly below the the july level what we're seeing at the moment overall is as the economy has reopened uh, you know a jump in activity a releasing of pent-up demand uh, both in the domestic economy and also uh, some of our key trading partners uh, so that's the backdrop for it and, and in fact if you look at uh, the august level above 60 it's the fifth consecutive month that the index the headline index has been above 60 so it's another strong uh, month and i wouldn't be overly concerned by the fact that it's it's a little bit below the the july level given just uh, the record high level that was there in july thanks john moving to the aib irish services pmi for august there's a similar trend with the index declining from 66.6 in july to 63.7 in august What's happening in this crucial sector of the Irish economy? Well, it's it's similar to in that extent uh, that we've eased back slightly from the July level. Uh, and it's the first time in, in, in its current six-month growth sequence uh, where the rate of expansion has slowed. But again, uh, historically, if you look at the level for, for August, it's the second strongest uh, since January 2016. Uh, and even within that, then all four uh, subsectors registered very strong growth rates in terms of technology, media, telecoms, transport, tourism, uh, very strong levels of growth in those. In fact, uh, the technology, media uh, and telecoms sector overtook transport, tourism and leisure as the fastest growing uh, in the month. But the underlying details uh, are very encouraging. If you look at new business index, the sub-index there, that was rose for the sixth month running. And that's against the backdrop of, of pent-up demand continuing to be released uh, amid the easing of COVID-19 restrictions. Uh, and that's similarly too when you look at new export orders uh, and some of the respondents in the survey noted uh, increased opportunities uh, arising from, from Brexit. So what I would say is that both surveys uh, in terms of from an activity perspective are encouraging and are broadly in line with our expectation that as restrictions have been eased, the economy is, is well underpinned for a strong performance in the second half of the year. And that's very encouraging because if you think back at the start of the year, uh, the economy was 
basically back in lockdown again. Uh, but one thing that was noticeable, the fall off in the PMIs earlier in the year were nowhere near as severe as we'd seen in quarter two of last year. So, you know, the survey data from earlier in the year showed that, especially in the services sector, services firms had been more flexible and better able to adapt this time around to the restrictions. But since uh, the easing of restrictions in the last couple of months, as, as the timeline for that has gone into operation, uh, we've seen a, a very strong ramping up of activity in the services sector and, and also in the manufacturing sector. So overall, the two sectors combined point to a very encouraging uh, second half of the year uh, for the Irish economy. Great. Thanks, John. Um, Looking at both sectors, cost pressures seem to be building. Do you think these pressures will continue into next year and what impact might they have on the uh, Irish economy? So when we look at the manufacturing sector first, it's a global trend that's there at the moment uh, around, you know, there's widespread raw material shortages, uh, rising transport costs. Uh, so that's continuing to build inflationary pressures there. So uh, input price inflation did ease back slightly, but was still amongst the strongest ever recorded. And what we did see in the manufacturing sector was that output prices uh, rose again in August, uh, similar trend to Ju- June and July. Uh, and when we look across the services sector, what we're seeing is uh, cost pressures building there as well in terms of input price inflation. Uh, and anecdotally, respondents to the survey linked uh, higher costs to salaries, higher fuel expenses, Brexit, insurance premiums and, and freight charges. So the similar cost and capacity constraints on both sides. And what we did notice in the services PMI was that service providers continue to pass on higher cost to customers in August. Uh, so inflation was running at its highest uh, since October 2000. So Ireland's not uh, unusual in this extent uh, in terms of this is similar to what we're seeing uh, with PMI data from all the other major uh, advanced economies. And, and a, a part of that is the fact that, you know, for much of the last 12 months, uh, a lot of the key advanced economies were in some form of lockdown or restrictions. Restrictions have been eased probably quicker than anyone had expected uh, because of the successful vaccine rollout. So there's been an immediate releasing of pent-up demand and at the same time, you know, supply has been struggling to catch up with that. So there's no huge surprise that we're seeing uh, cost pressures building and, and some of that being passed on to the customer on that side. Finally, John, is it fair to say then that the overall uh trends point to a positive outlook for the Irish economy for the rest of the year and next year also? Very much so, yeah, in terms of where we are at the moment. So as we said at the outset, even though both uh, indices were slightly lower than where they were in July, they're both still uh, above 60. uh, And so they're well in expansionary territory, uh, strong underlying growth. The underlying details from both surveys uh, is also very encouraging in terms of uh, new business and new orders. Uh, So there seems to be a strong pipeline of activity there. Uh, Obviously, the issue is to meet that pipeline against some supply and capacity constraints. But generally speaking, uh, in terms of where we are at this point of time in the Irish economy, you know, it does look well on track. Uh, for sustained uh, growth in the second half of the year uh, and indeed further out uh, into next year uh, in terms of just the underlying details from the survey. So the PMI data, uh, both the manufacturing and services, are very encouraging uh, in terms of what to expect for strong activity levels uh, for the Irish economy in the second half of this year. John, thank you for your insights and thanks to our customers for listening. To stay up to date on financial markets, please press the subscribe button to AIB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. For those customers impacted by COVID-19, you can find details of AIB support packages at www.aib.ie forward slash COVID-19. Talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.